Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit What up, Mom? Put down that coffee and grab a wine. Get ready for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, a parenting podcast that covers more shit than your baby's full diaper. I'm Kate. I'm a stay-at-home mom of three in Brooklyn, New York. I'm trying to figure out whether I should go back to work, have another baby, or spend the rest of my life waiting for my fresh direct order. Hey, I'm Christine, a video editor and a mom of two living in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Allie here, podcasting up in the mountains in South Kona, Hawaii. I work as a real estate agent and a mom of two boys. Hey, I'm Molly. I'm a teacher raising two kids in St. Augustine, Florida. And I'm Sarah, a new mom to one sweet babe living in Brooklyn, New York. Between five busy households, it's a miracle we make it on the mic at all. But trust me, we need this as much as you do. Welcome back to Nursing and Cursing, everybody. The parenting podcast that you've all been waiting for because there's wow. nothing else to do. <laughs> Coming in hot, Molly. Coming in hot. Mm, guys, just like you out there, we are scraping for positive energy. So, ladies, <laughs> let's it lift up. it up. Let's lift, lift it, it up. up for our listeners. Oh, let everybody, everybody, everybody stand up and do some jumping jacks. No. Nope. Let's no. let Allie take us into the light. Okay. So oh, wow. there is some good news. We as a group have discovered something called whipped coffee. <laughs> <laughs> good yes. news is an understatement. You know, I actually, I, I when you Google whipped coffee, it calls it Dalgona coffee. Dalgona. Dalgona. Gracias, Dalgona. There is a whole, uh, there is a whole argument under um, the New York Times Instagram account. Posted a picture of it and called it. Korean coffee and half the half the five bajillion comments under there are people saying, excuse me, um, people in Greece have been drinking this for decades. It's not oh, Korean, God. it's Greek. So wow. just to add a dimension. Anyway, I discovered it on TikTok. I didn't I don't read yeah. the names. I'm just, <laughs> I discovered it. I discovered it on my daughter's TikTok account. That's where we get oh, our God. real news. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know who told me about it first, Kate or Critty, but wow, Critty is, she has been upping her whipped game. She's, she's not with us tonight, but, um, she, she does, she shoots videos and sends them to us. Allie also did a video and sent that to us. Oh, Allie, let's post that. Let's post your video. It's really cute. Yeah, right. No, I'm not it wearing is. any clothes, and I'm whipping <laughs> my coffee for you guys. Oh. <laughs> I was in, on purpose notice. in my bikini making a whipped coffee just for you guys. Um. <laughs> that shit could go viral. Oh, God. Oh. So whipped coffee is pretty much this. Two tablespoons of boiling water. Two tablespoons of instant coffee. Two tablespoons of sugar. You can adjust that if you need. Take a hand mixer, whip it, whip it real good until it is the consistency of whipped cream. Whoa. Dollop it. Dollop that shit over a glass of iced milk. Oh, my God. When you say dollop, Stir. I want to go make one right now. The yeah. word dollop is making dollop. me need one. Dollop. 
the clank, 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 clank of the ice against the cup as that's just mixing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Not only only does it taste so delicious and you're like, holy shit, I'm having a coffee milkshake experience, (laughs) but the effect is better than any drug you've ever taken. Okay. So that's what I was going to say, Allie. I've been pairing mine with, don't forget I'm pregnant. I've been pairing mine with a peanut butter banana roll and two Tylenol for breakfast and exactly the same peanut butter banana roll and two Tylenol oh at 4 p.m. God. And I am like the shit that I'm able to accomplish. First of all, I have not accomplished anything. There are not real things, but it's like if you give um, somebody who's right. never done drugs cocaine, that's the kind of shit I'm accomplishing. Absolutely. This will take any woman or man Who's so fucking down from quarantine and lift you right back up higher than you you. were before. This is like at your height of where you ever were pre-quarantine. Like, fuck this. Fuck this. Oh, it's 12 p.m. and I'm going to make a whip. Come on, babe. Get on over here. How many pages of that math book do we have to do? We got this. We got this want to make a drawing of a zombie? Let's do it. You're like freaking high. No or problem. you're like Nothing me at 9 p.m. changing your moldy shower curtain linings at 9 p.m. last night, wondering where I'm getting this tremendous energy and then remembering back two hours to my whip to my title. Right. Right. And right. then also, Kate and I complaining on the thread that uh, we don't know why, but for some reason at 4 a.m. we're wide awake thinking of all kinds of things. It must be anxiety. It must be the anxiety of quarantine. No, it's the fucking no-dos that we're whipping into our coffee. <laughs> Allie, when you texted, like, when I was like, I'm having insomnia, like, I've never experienced in my life. And you were like, it's the fucking four whips a day you're having. I was like, nope. No, that's not it. Yes. Yeah, so well, pretty much. I'm telling so- you, it isn't. What are you talking about? No, I was, just, I was just, I know, I was kidding. I was kidding. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <sighs> but yeah, yeah it's, it's taken over our text thread. Um, we really don't talk about anything else anymore because what the fuck is the point? There's no point. No point. <laughs> the light. Pretty texted. Pretty texted us today and was like, "Alert, alert!" I just saw online <laughs> that somebody somebody put two tablespoons of cocoa and made it a whip mocha. <laughs> alert. It was six a.m. There was nobody awake in my house. And I'm like (laughs) whipping it against the glass bowl at 6 a.m. making the mocha. Oh my god, the um, alert. Alert, alert. And you guys, I tried it over hot milk. I did a hot whipped mocha this morning. And it was everything. Wait, over hot wait, you heated your milk? Yes, Sarah. I made a hot whipped. Sarah, in that beautiful ceramic mug. Scroll back. That, I mean, I, that was a beautiful mug. I just, I didn't think at the time it's hot milk. Yeah. Well, because it's six Same in as the a morning latte. outside. Yeah. Right. It's I so wanted cold. a hot mocha. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wanted mm-hmm. a hot mocha. Yeah, and it was yeah. everything. So, um, any hot mocha you've had. So, ladies and gentlemen, try it. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. Now, we are at the point in quarantine. Um, let's see. I'm personally at seven weeks. I'm on my seventh week. Just so listeners who look back and listen to this can kind of 
look at where we are on the timeline. Okay. Um, Translation, you're about to have your second quarantine period. Yes, yes. I am. Me go. too. About yeah. three days out. So shit's Ooh. not good in my house. Not good. Same. Um, but let's take the temperature of where all the parents homeschooling, whatever the fuck. I hate that term because distance learning. Distance learning. Homeschooling is different. That's for people who chose that and that works for them. Distance mm-hmm. learning doesn't work for anybody. <laughs> okay, are we are we done? I feel like let's yes. go make a whip to hang up. This week, and we are recording this a couple days before this episode drops, but this week I'm starting to see articles coming out like um calling it quits, guys. Yeah, like school systems are saying, okay, and we're done. This is stupid. (laughs) Um, Parents are are having a hard time. Kids are having a hard time. Teachers are having a hard time. We're just going to shut it down, use the rest of the school year to plan for next year. And I'm just like, okay, yes, I I support that. That's not my school system. That's not us. Okay, Bali. So you I saw that coming from Georgia. I saw that coming from Nebraska. I saw that um, uh, actually uh, Southern New Hampshire. One of the superintendents was basically like, "Fuck this." Um, I wish that was the title of the article. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I so feel- Molly, mm. Molly, you said parents are having a hard time, teachers are having a hard time, kids are having a hard time. You are all three. So where are you at? Yes. Well. As a teacher, um, I can feel the heaviest lull in my community, in my class. The parents are just starting to get silent. Like we have a a Google classroom where I'm like, okay, guys, you're going to post, you know, post this project or that project and we'll cheer you on. Like I'm the kind of teacher who's like, I'm not going to, you're not going to get a nick on your record if you don't turn it in. But if you do want to post it, let's just be positive, right? Lift them up. Um, but it's just crickets and <laughs> it's like, is anybody out there? I'm doing these read alouds and these musical numbers to like, just, I don't know who. Well, um, your, con- your content is so alive. Your content, it's so alive. And it brought me alive? to true wow. tears today. No, it really Thanks. brought me as a parent and a, somebody who misses my own kids, teachers. It puts such a lump in my throat. The content that you're making for your kids it's so real. It's amazing. Oh, well, thank you so much. But, you know, like, and I have with... really, I've stepped away from all, like, I'm doing curriculum, but barely. That's not where I put any of my energy at right. all. I'll be like, here's a couple of worksheets. <clears throat> okay, let's talk about kindness. I don't even know. But so that's where I'm feeling my, my class is. As a teacher, yeah, um, I'm so burned out, you guys. Uh, I sit, I have like a designated time of day where I get to do some work with the door closed, thanks to Tim. And I don't want him to hear this, but like I'm spending out of, (laughs) I'm spending like out of three hours, I'm spending like two hours and 30 minutes um, staring off into space, looking at Instagram, <laughs> trying, just like trying to remember what I'm supposed to be doing. And then right. this last... clinking, this clinking the ice against yeah. your glass and sucking down that whip. I found myself doing that too, Molly. I was like looking at TikTok mm-hmm. oh. and, and the music's so playing out. and I was like, shit, 
Tim's going to hear this. So I closed the app. Right. (laughs) Not because I needed to get work done because I didn't want Tim to catch me. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm so burned out. I can't focus. I can, I just, I, because I came into this career so I could connect with kids and so I could see their learning. And this is just like, oh my God. And then of course the rumors of, is it going to go down next year like this? And then I'm just like, holy shit, I, I, what am I going to do? So that's where I am as a teacher. Um, and I still okay. feel really sad, but I you miss my students. Kindergartner, Molly. Also, you have a kindergartner who right. is so where's... expected to fully be doing his online learning, you know, mm-hmm. from the school. Mm-hmm. How's mm-hmm. he doing? He, <laughs> he's not doing too good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I've mentioned this, but he's like a really attentive student in school and if I even say the word school at home he goes into like he's having a seizure screaming I hate it I hate it and he won't let you get a word in um yesterday I tried to keep my calm while he was having his fit and through his fit he's just like this is so stupid this is dumb using words that uh we have rules in our house that we don't use he's breaking rules he's being a jerk about it and I just got so frustrated I ended up taking his entire stack of work and throwing it across the room. <laughs> okay. Healthy. And yeah, then I was, yeah. I was like, okay, go to your room. You're going to be in your room for the entire morning and here's your schoolwork. And I just threw it, not at him, but across the room. Mm. Um, and I was like, you're disrespecting Mrs. So-and-so and you're disrespecting me. And I threw it. And then I immediately was like, wow, what if there was a camera on me that was like broadcasting on my Google Classroom? What if my classroom parents could see me? Like, this is fucked up. Right. You're expecting things and that, but you know, I know. I, it's so real, Molly. In the grocery store, just with um, locals here, not that we should be talking, but through masked mask paying for the groceries oh how's it what are you working on what are you doing to stay busy oh you know just doing the distance learning thing and just the face is like oh I try I mean I tried that for like one week that is I cannot do that it's way too hard and I, I have seen that response a lot and I'm like so oh much on God. the kids age right it's it's yeah. great to hear that people are saying yeah no I can't do it I give advice to my own parents all the time, like, just do what you can, just do what you can. And I was pretty good at taking that advice. But as once our county took away the possibility of coming back into the classroom, teachers started to feel pressure that, okay, now I'm going to need to, like, get my grades going and everything's going to happen. So they started pushing it harder like okay now I need you to send in all your assignments I need proof that you're doing it all it's like oh right Right. so you're saying right the pressure starts at the top and it's trickling all the way down to a five-year-old that's so fucked up yeah and the five-year-old is gonna what get punished if the family is having a rough time I mean and I have I have a partner here we still have our jobs like what about single parents who are without work and and trying to make dinner get dinner on the table like distance learning is not a priority it's now time for a quick sponsor break 
you guys, I need to tell you about this great company called Cosmetology. It was created by a mom who was frustrated when her younger daughter was diagnosed with eczema at three months old, and she just noticed a lack of good product on the market and created this stuff. You guys are going to love cosmetology. First of all, my favorite is the lotion bar. A lotion bar is a solid moisturizer that contains effective organic moisturizing ingredients like shea butter and olive oil, and it doesn't contain water, which eliminates the need for alcohol and potentially hazardous preservatives and chemicals. These lotion bars are good for us, and the bottom line for me is it's good for my kid. We get out of the pool or we come out of the ocean. They've got dry skin from using sunscreens and they can actually apply this stuff themselves, which is what I love. It smells great and I know that it's not harming them. It is made for humans, not just kids or just adults. We share this as a family. And let's talk about their hand soaps. I mean, why wouldn't you want to wash your hands or the hands of your kids with something that is naturally infused with the highest quality organic oils such as coconut, olive, and safflower. I mean, the scents are incredible. They come in five essential oil-infused scents, and it's good for the entire family. Those are also available in three sizes, and travel sizes included, so you guys are going to love it. Um, especially these days, we've got our soap up on every single sink in the house and we're going through it like crazy, but I'm so glad that we have something that's safe for the family, which is great. So I want you guys to check it out. To get 15% off your first order, go to cosmetology.com and use the code nail at checkout. That's cosmetology with a K cosmetology.com and use the code nail at checkout. This is a product you guys can really stand behind and feel good about whether it's for your body or for your kids. I can't recommend it enough. It doesn't work for our country. It's not an equal opportunity. Like this is not equal opportunity. It's not working. It's about public education and it's, they're not getting the same experience. And a lot of people don't have, computers and internet right that was in the articles i read what about yeah what about people who don't i mean what about people who don't have enough computers for the amount of children that they have that's like everybody i know right they're like if you have four children that that makes a lot of sense like who has four computers it's also so hard because a, a huge part of going i think it really depends on, I mean, this is all stuff we've talked about on the text thread and I'm having a different experience, but um, it really depends on the age kid that you're talking about. And like, especially for elementary school, I think so much of the reason that you send your kids to school at that age is a, so that you as a parent can be in the workforce or, or being productive society has made school for you and B so that your kid can be, um, socialized, spend time with other kids, learn rules, learn what we expect of each other. And, you know, distance learning like this doesn't satisfy either of those, doesn't meet either of those needs for families. Like it doesn't take your kid off your hands for you and it doesn't give them that social connection. It's so isolating. And, and also like the other thing we talked about is like, it's so twisted for me because 
I feel like I spend so much of my time or did before this um, kind of like uh, on a sort of like guilt spiral about screen time for my kids, especially the younger kids and always beating myself up for putting them in front of a screen or trying to limit the screen time or ration it. And it's like now things have, I don't know, the distance learning is so screen reliant that it felt so weird to be like forcing not, them to get like on you screen. like you will not get up from the computer yes. until, I, until I hear you say good morning to your teacher respectfully mm-hmm. and like it I mean we ended up leaving New York and um we actually are staying in a house that doesn't have wi-fi which is so funny people can't believe it but it doesn't have wi-fi um and that has not really been a bad experience for us as a family I mean it really hasn't the kids use my phone for everything. So it's not like we're not connected, but they cannot sit at a computer and do distance learning. That can't happen. And um, so for the younger two, fourth grade and first grade, I just emailed their teachers right off like the first week that distance learning started and said like, hey, we're going to be in a house with no Wi-Fi, so we're not going to be able to participate in basically anything that's going on online. And that was it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. And I have to say, like, the only the only part that I felt bad about was that their teachers are so amazing and they're jumping through these insane hoops to get this content online and they have their own families and their own things to be doing. Mm-hmm. And the only part about dropping out of distance learning that I felt bad about was um, the effort that people were putting into for my kid that I wasn't able to engage in like you know we right and, like no audience for all their hard work and but, I also think <clears throat> Kate like you are <clears throat> so lucky and Molly we all are um your children are brilliant and you know they're going to be absolutely fine next year I feel for those parents who also send their kids to school knowing that every day they're getting extra help and they're getting where they need to be And the pressure just must be huge for parents who are like, I can't, I don't feel comfortable just saying fuck it. And how far behind are we going to be if we just say fuck it? Right. Right. Pressure. There's different pressures for everybody. Those kids are on my mind every single day. Of course, I have a, you know, I have a little handful of them. And to the parents who are like, yes, yes, that's me. I will just say three two five six weeks is not going to save the learning for that kid and it's not all lost but it's like some magic thing is not going to happen in those small amount of weeks anyway and yes it feels like a huge loss um, because they were behind to begin with but every teacher in the game is understanding and prepared that their job in the fall is to catch up so um everybody's in it together it's an it's an amazing point to say that nothing is really going to be gained in those six weeks but there could be a ton of harm done in those six weeks right that could be there could be like if if, you're shoving fractions down your mm -hmm. son's throat you mean from Allie you mean from the pressure you mean from the pressure right the pressure. Yeah. So for for parents who are just crumbling under the pressure and trying to get it done, 
there could be so much damage in that, more damage than just saying mm-hmm. fuck it, right? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. one of the reasons that we had to stop. I mean, the it's funny, like, the two girls had different problems. I'm not even going to say problems because how can a kid have a problem with something as stupid as distance learning that starts a week after regular school with no warning? Um, but they both felt different frustrations with it and <clears> – <throat> my fourth grader's frustration was that um, she wanted to be doing all the work and she wanted to be doing it perfectly. And she needed the feedback that she was doing what everybody else was doing and that she was doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many times I told her like, dude, it doesn't matter. I, I didn't say it like that, of course, but that I tried right. to just encourage her to just find some peace in the process and not worry about the feedback. It, it was, the pressure that she was putting on herself was so insane. I mean, just the mm. few days that we did it, she was yeah. like slumped over the computer crying. Like I didn't, I clicked submit, but now I don't see it. I don't see that it showed up that I did it. Can you please text my teacher and tell her that it's there? Um, and my first grader sat down for a zoom first zoom and was just so appalled. Like <laughs> was, she really was. I mean, she was like, um, embarrassed to see herself on screen and embarrassed to see her teacher and embarrassed to see her friends on screen, embarrassed to talk with other people at the, like with her family at the table, being able to overhear her, didn't want to do that at all. Mm. Um, and definitely didn't want to engage in any type of work that she would be submitting over the computer. Like that was not even going to be a possibility. So when I same uh, youngers, I don't know how they're doing. Leo just hates it. He's like, yeah, this I'm just not doing this. Right, Zoom call, he hates it. He's like, hates this is it. so boring and mm-hmm. this is so stupid. Right. Can I, I mean, when we now? when we walked away, when when we, when Jeremy and I were like, okay, we're gonna the seventh grader, he can do it on his own. And actually, like seventh grade in his middle school, it's so much technology based learning for better or worse, and. Uh, there's been times in my life that I've thought that sucked, but actually it's prepped him fine for what's going on right now because he's able to get on a hotspot through my husband's phone and do what he needs to do in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the girls, like when Jeremy and I decided like, okay, for our family in this time of craziness, we're going to prioritize like our mental health like, and yeah, the kids' right. mental health. We're just yeah. going to peace out. I so feel like that was such a brave move. And when I'm like throwing paperwork across the room, um, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was that was supposed to be my plan, too. And, you know, having reaching out to friends and being like, "Eh, I had a really bad morning and telling them what happened and getting the same advice. Like, it's not worth a war in your home. Molly, you need your kid to be doing something because you're working. I'm not working. I have such a luxury. Can... Yeah, but he can do lots of things, Kate, um, without having to cry about them. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's, I, I feel, I don't know. It is what it so is. So your you know. kid's getting, so Molly, sorry, I know you're yeah. cutting me off, but I want to finish the convo real quick. Um, are your, is your school area, like your school and the public schools, are they doing grades? Because New York City just decided on something today about grades. What is it? Um, that this, we just got a letter from the DOE this afternoon that said, um, thanks for taking the ride. Everybody's been doing their best. Um, some kids don't have computers, blah, blah, blah. 
uh, just heads up, we're not going to be grading. None of this work is going to count for a grade. Basically, mm-hmm. your teacher is going to get to decide whether to advance you on to the next grade based on everything that happened before March. And if they want to use it after March, they're welcome to do that. But essentially, like, everybody's trying their hardest, but nobody will be penalized at this point whatsoever. Everybody will go to the next grade, which I took mm-hmm. as a green light to keep saying fuck it. Green light, you're done. <laughs> done, so. Are we, we go all flashing a, yellow? <laughs> we go to a charter school, and I feel for them just because, you know, a lot of their funding and keeping the charter alive is based on improvement and it's based on um, performance and what's mm-hmm. happening. So I think like they're all trying to get us to do I ready and stuff like that so that they can just get a read on where our kids are and they might even be submitting that information. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they'll just have to It's a big shit show. Everybody's a stranger in a strange land. Everybody's just like going through the motions that they think they're supposed to, but. And Ooh. how freaking amazing that schools and teachers rolled it out in one week. The most massive experiment <clears throat> ever, ever done was rolled out in a week. Yes. Well, in a week where you are, a weekend in California, in many places, one weekend. I mean, no, it's when amazing. You guys, and, you guys and, have, have you guys thought about the impact? Like, you know how you you always send, you say you send your kids to school and their teachers are always saying, oh my God, they're so wonderful at school. Always so, you know, obedient or not. They don't say obedient, but like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> look at, looks out for other kids. Mm-hmm. Right. I never have to hit them. <laughs> Think about how, like, that's such a good, a nice respite for your kid. To go, oh, yeah, and to get a not, break from their bitchy yeah, ass mom. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. but they're not 100%. getting that break nope. anymore. Mm-hmm. It's very no. apparent in my house, Sarah. It's we're going through a, a little bit of a dark period right now. That hopefully will be not too cycle, long, Molly. but just it's bad. Mm. He just he, it's so negative. I don't. I think he's so tired of hearing us bitch at him, and I don't know. We try. They miss school so much. They, I mean, for so many reasons, Sarah. Like, yeah, right. and that's such a good point. Like, they miss their friends. They miss, like, the compliments and the positive reinforcement from their teachers. Like, yeah, it's weird. And yeah. for from a kid's perspective, like, if, if it, think it feels sudden to an adult, I mean, kids just, like, dropped off a, a sheer cliff in March. Yeah, like, and they never it. got School's to come over. back. No closure. And it's so sad. Edie's back back to school at school. I like, have the opposite problem, which is way, way, way worse than any of that, which is that my mm-hmm. kids don't miss it one fucking day. Not one day. <laughs> Neither they does Mavis. They never want to go back. They will kick right. and scream. They never want to step foot in a fucking school again. They of course not. They never wanted to, is, and they still don't want to. Because mom's nailing the whips, rolling Little House on the Prairie, and keeping the party going. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to school either. Do you guys have a nail fail? Um, only a fail that Mavis told me she knows where babies come from and it's where and I said oh okay cool let me know um, where's that then <laughs> and she said oh it's uh, <clears throat> it's when dad eats dad takes his pants off and does something with peanut butter oh my, oh my god 
I don't know okay, why. I'll... It's so weird. Why am I getting it so wrong? I feel like I speak to my kids so plainly, but <laughs> peanut butter. I will roll off that one. Oh, I do have a really good nail. Um, okay. So Pete and Phoenix have been playing a game where um, they make bets with each other. You know, I've told you guys about that wooden toy with the ball and the string at the end called a kandama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they've gotten back into that and there's all these moves and tricks you can do with it. So they play each other and they have to try to land the move. So they've been betting each other with it. Okay. If I win. So these are the bets. Pete's been like, okay, if I win, you have to vacuum all the corners in my bedroom. And Phoenix is like, okay, if I win, you have to fold all the laundry guys. I have nothing to do with this. These aren't even their normal chores. They're just coming out with the best. So either way, it's a win-win for me. The other night, Pete was like, damn it. And he just walks right over to the dryer and starts folding all of the laundry without saying anything. (laughs) Because, you know, he's a poker player. He will never not pay his debts. And then Phoenix just yesterday vacuuming all the corners in my room. I mean, all kinds of stuff, you guys. It's chores. It's awesome. It's so good. I'm like, keep up this game, you guys. Please keep yeah, it up. That's and then to spin off of that, the fail is the vacuum is running. And then I just hear all of them screaming and Leo going, mom, come look, come look. And of course he's got the, it's a shop back and he's got the tube of the vac right on his dong and he's laughing so hard. And I'm like, <laughs> do you think you're the first man to ever <laughs> take his dick in a vacuum? And he kept going, what do you mean, mom? What do you mean, mom? <laughs> that is so perfect. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> oh god oh, god do you did you use the word dick i don't think so <laughs> i don't have one sarah do you yeah um let's see i guess hmm my nail i mean it's not a nail it's just something cute francis started doing um and i made her a, a mask um that she could wear outside, which she refuses to wear. But now she started wearing it around her chest. And she, at first she was like, look, it's a bra. Just like, just, just like you, I'm a, I'm a mommy. And she's like wearing, and she's talking about it, like holding back her nursing. She's like, look, I have nursing just like you. And she's pointing at her nipples. Too cute. But now she started calling it a bro. So she's like, I have to put my bro on, and it's just like, uh, you know, sometimes, bro. like, sometimes that's all you need for them to do to like make up for the little shitty things they do throughout the day. I haven't worn a bro in weeks. <laughs> Me neither. It feels so good to keep the bro off. Oh my god, I have to wear a bro every day. I got <laughs> nip- sensitive nips. Same. Me too, Sarah. I'm more comfortable. I even sleep in a bro. Yeah, I actually have to wear a bra, too. I was just kind of fucking around. <laughs> Guys, I hear the theme music for Little House. Dun, that's your, that's dun, your call. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. I better get going. I love you all. Are you love serious? You, babe. <laughs> She's like, I am serious. I'm serious. Okay, the show's you. over, and I got to. Are you a piano? Oh. piano. Yeah. Okay, oh, good luck. Bye, Allie. I love you guys. Love you, Allie. Love, love you. Allie. What's your fail, Sarah? Do you have a fail? Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, my fail is the other day I was leaving. So um, I came to North Carolina. I'm, I was leaving the house that we renting, were renting here for a run. And 
I like heard all this rustling in the park right across the street. Rustling, rustling, rustling in the trees. And I was like, oh, I'm going to check this out because like any bit of nature activity is just so exciting for me. <laughs> I loved getting to see like little squirrels fight or whatever. But I looked, I, I looked further and it was one of the chickens from the backyard. Oh my God, Sarah. I was like, oh no. Fuck. These fucking chickens. I was like, Hermione, what no. the fuck are what? you doing I'm out sorry, here? Where, where is Allie? The chicken's name is Hermione. The Eric Dickens' name is Hermione. I'm so fucking mad for you. And I was like, you little brat, come with you me. And she starts bitch. following me, which I was so I was so surprised. I got her to the backyard, and I was like, oh, no. Where's the other one? Mm-hmm. And I looked everywhere in the backyard. The other one, whose name is Sunshine, she's, oh, like, no. much older. And she was nowhere to be found. Nowhere. So I start panicking my heart is pounding in my chest and I text that's when I texted you guys holy fuck I lost the chickens <laughs> and with like no follow-up I I'm sorry about that yeah um, I'm dying to know <laughs> yeah so, you, you texted us like there's the chickens escaped I can't find them I'm going for a run I have to exercise we never came back to it <laughs> well I so I went back to where Hermione had been and then I just saw a little sunshine just like taking a seat underneath a, uh, a tree in the shade. She was just chilling. And, but I couldn't get her to move. And I'm still a little scared of the chickens. Like, I, if I don't want to get too close to them because they, one of them has started pecking at my feet and like, like lunging at me. <laughs> Oh my so God. is she like across the street or something? She's or across. Like the they property? were both, yeah, across the street. It's okay. a, it's a dead end road though, and like across the street is a huge park, so they could get lost very easily in this gigantic park. There's ponds. You wish. There's other people. No way. And <laughs> you would. But yeah. like I, but I couldn't get them to come back to the house i'm so mad that you that these chickens are your problem i'm so okay what did you do i was so stressed but i looked back through my texts because the lady who i'm renting from told me and i reread her text she said the chickens basically roam free like they'll all like they kind of may they may roam around but they'll always come back to the coop. Like this, the saying is true. Chickens always return to the coop. So I just like, I don't know where, where this came from, but I was like, okay, fuck it. And I turned on my music and went for my run. Good girl. Like, Good for I'm you. I'm not going to worry about this. Then five minutes into my run, I get a frantic text from Tim. <laughs> Somebody had knocked on the front door. And they were like, are these your chickens? These chickens are out in the park. And Tim was like, I don't know. They're, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just close Tim, the door. Why was, Tim, why, was Tim, why was Tim playing dumb? He must have known they were the chickens that came with the house. He just didn't know what to say. Like, he's, he, he's not into the chickens at all. And, like, what oh, is God, he going to do? So, I don't know, but I'd be so mad at Jeremy if he dodged the chicken thing while I was out and left me. And he, so oh, he texts text like, me, he's me, like, fuck? where are you? The chickens are uh, in the park. Oh, God, and I, I throw just, my phone away. I'm feeling something right now that's I just my wrote back. 
I was just like, it's fine. They can do whatever they want. And, and I just kept on running and looking back, I'm so like, <laughs> so many things could have gone wrong. I just kept they, on running. <laughs> they really could have gotten like run over by a car or something or lost or no, whatever. Kara, they live there. They, but no. it turns out, it turns out. So the lady I'm renting from texted me later in the day. She was like, let's keep the chickens in the coop for a few days. It turns out they were in the park earlier. They've never done that before. Oh, <laughs> dang. <laughs> what? Sarah. Yeah. I'm really glad you went for a fucking run. Me I am too. too. You know, like I got to take care of myself and it's not my job to take care of chickens. That's not what I signed up for. Put your fucking foot down. No, it is not. No, but you actually specifically chose this Airbnb because of the chickens. I did. But you know yes. what? And I do take good care of them. Yeah, like, but that's too much. That was too <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, All listen. Right. Listen, everyone. Good luck with another week in quarantine because it's going to be a good one. You know why? Because you've just learned about the whipped coffee. Go get yourself a whipped. Make it a mocha if need be. Keep it iced. Keep yep. it cool. Put, it on, uh, keep, put your ice in your cup. You know what I want to say? My tip for anybody who's a little bit sensitive to caffeine. Put the ice in your cup, then the whipped coffee, and put the milk on top of that and stir it together. If you put the whipped on top, you're getting a, you're getting a very intense amount of caffeine right now. In your first sip or three, which is which is why I recommend the original way. Same, which is, <laughs> and if you want to change your shower curtains at nine p.m., I would yeah. advise sticking with the recipe. All right, you guys have a great week. We will see you next week. Bye, ladies. Okay, that's it for now. We'll see you next week for another nursing and cursing, where sleep is more valuable than fast hard cash. <laughs>